precisely. Two best buds, precisely. Drinking beer and talking about stuff, precisely. Bo and Johnny, precisely. Playing and reviewing games, precisely. How's it going, everyone? This is Precisely Podcast number nine. Number nine. How are you, Tony? Good, Bo. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I am excited just to hang out with you. I've been looking forward to this uh, all week since we got back from Jersey. Hell yeah, dude. It's been a minute since it's just been us. It has. And it, you know, no complaints about the past month. It's been great. You know, we had three amazing guests on, Tyler, Kelly, and J-Bam. Yeah, dude, for sure. It was fun with uh, Tyler. We played that uh, flight simulator game afterwards. Ace Combat number seven. Yeah, that was sweet, man. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I. it was fun, but I got a little sick playing it. Or yeah. I felt like I was going to get sick playing it, and I'm sure it's from the beer and then putting on the VR set and just trying to fly around and... No, it just did not work out. Yeah, dude, you do a couple barrel rolls, and it feels like your brain's moving around in your skull or something. Oh, my gosh. It was very realistic, though. Um, Definitely a cool game. Recommend it to anyone with a VR set or without a VR set. I mean, he doesn't have VR, and he he plays it at his house, so. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Kelly was amazing, too. Very knowledgeable on the Game Boys and Nintendo and collecting all that. Had a great time with her. Ended up uh, trading a bunch of Game Boy games since she's gone for the full set. Probably traded her like 15 Game Boy games. And I got a really rare uh, Super Nintendo game, Spike McFang. So I'm excited to play that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's always good to help a fellow collector. And, uh, you know, I don't really collect for any one system, nor am I going for a full library of anything. But... I do love collecting rare games and games that I want to play. And I was able to test out that game a little bit at our friend, mutual friend Ryan's house um, a couple weeks ago. And Kelly brought it over. And I played like a half an hour of it. And I was like, this is a really cool game graphically, visually, um, the sound quality, everything. It was right up my alley, sort of like a Zelda-like game, like Link's Awakening. Yeah, so. I don't think I've ever played it. No, I... I mean, that was my first time playing it, but it's a really cool game, so I'm excited to play more of that, and then uh, what did we do last week? We went to New Jersey, saw J-Bam, and that was fun, man. That was a blast. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, Jay, for uh, treating us out for dinner and drinks and just being on a podcast with us. Yeah. Good time. So I went down there and traded a bunch of stuff, um, probably... Close to 97 Nintendo Power Magazines. I had a CIB Super Nintendo, CIB Sega Genesis, CIB Original Game Boy, uh, three PlayStation 1s, three PlayStation 2s, a bunch of random stuff like CIB Sega Genesis games, uh, one Nintendo game. I threw in a sealed Atari game. Uh bunch of weird stuff oh fight stick too oh yeah from dwight yeah traded him all that to get two kiosks and unfortunately we were only able to bring one back and that was a wii u but my god i am in love with it and i'll go back for the xbox the original xbox one uh later this month or the next no rush in it but uh 
didn't want to travel with two kiosks in the back of a truck because we would have had to stood them up and with straps and everything it it would have ruined them yeah and it was a pretty far drive it had snowed while the night we stayed over a few inches and we stayed in some really cool uh like mansion oh my gosh bedrooms we were the only guests there got this really cheap airbnb it was like 100 bucks and uh yeah it was like tony said like a mansion there's probably 20 different bedrooms not 20 but maybe eight i don't know man it was huge it was weird we actually uh after doing the podcast with jay i brought my dslr camera and tony and i did like a ghost walk ghost tour yeah, in we the, toured the house <laughs> with like a jameson bottle and uh it's funny i was filming and tony was like he was like uh well you can tell that the clock isn't moving for the past hour so you know something's wrong here <laughs> It turned out good. That was a pretty yeah, it was funny pretty, little video, and hopefully we can humorous. get some clips of it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, no ghosts, but we were hoping for it. Yeah, we didn't find any ghosts. Tony was scared to go to the basement, and finally I convinced him we need to go to the basement because that's where like the real horror is. And uh, we went there, and it was like the cleanest basement. Like it, It's your typical like cement block basement, but <laughs> it was so clean. Like There wasn't even like dust on the floor. There was no cobwebs or anything we we're very disappointed in yeah. it <laughs> well lit yeah so so either way it, it was a great great uh month you know of gaming and podcasting and all that it oh let, let's tell them about uh bringing the wheat you home though so we, uh, yeah. we get in the house and this is my fourth kiosk um including the nintendo ds which is not really a kiosk when it comes to size and the story but the wii u kiosk weighs a lot probably i want to say it weighs like 500 pounds it does not weigh 500 pounds it's, it's like, like 500 pounds it's less than 300 no it's not oh no it's more not. than 250 but less than 300 it's just awkward it's huge it so we were going to ask for help to bring it upstairs i took the railing off the staircase to like make room I have a really tight corner going up to my second floor where my kiosk room is and game room. So Tony and I just decided to manhandle it, and one step at a time, we did it. But, like, right at the end, at the top of the stairs, I felt like the Wii U was going to crush me. <laughs> Tony it was, was like, horrible. It was a traumatic experience. <laughs> yeah, Tony's like, definitely. be a man. Be a man. <laughs> just power through this. You got this. I'm like, I'm going to be crushed. <laughs> like, I saw my life flash. <laughs> <laughs> before my eyes i was like no i'm gonna die from what a way to go yeah i mean it would be nice if it was like something better like a better system you know but yeah honestly i've been loving the wii u it's got me the kiosk has gotten me to play a lot of the wii u uh games that i own and buy some other ones that i didn't own. um so really enjoying that i'll talk about that a little bit later but Wanted to talk about the beer that we just cracked open. My uh, father gave both of us a bottle. It's called Waffle Sauce uh, by Rusty Rail Brewing Company, which is in Pennsylvania. So Waffle Sauce is an imperial maple pecan ale. That's like a tongue twister. And it tastes pretty much like a waffle with pecans on it and like maple syrup it's definitely syrupy dude yeah it's thick but uh yeah i like it it's a 8.2 percent doesn't really taste it 
um it has an imperial taste to it like it, it it's a dark beer it's a bigger beer um full bodied full body really like, um, heavy flavor the rum is great on it too it it's a great beer but is it my favorite no is it my dad's favorite probably right now yes <laughs> he i mean he drove an hour just to get this beer so thank you pops for giving me a a two pack to three pack of this I guess it was a three-pack, but we're only going to drink one. So, yeah. I mean, would I drink it again? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I would give it an 8 out of 10. I would probably give it a 7 or yeah. 6.8. No, I'm going to say a 7.5. But it's a good beer. For sure. So, Tony, what have you been playing since we've been back? Oh, man. Do you want to get to your favorite, or do you want to just talk? Uh, I'll get to my favorite. But, okay. <laughs> uh, I tried out that Horizon game, right? Yeah. Um, How long? I don't know. I might have played an hour, hour and a half. Couldn't okay. really get into it, so I think really? I'm going to have to go back and try it again. Because, uh, yeah, just not for me, really. I feel like it's kind of overly complicated for my taste, maybe. Like, in the beginning, it's overly complicated. Like, a lot of, like, menu and button controls and all that. Yeah. And, and I only played, like, an hour and a half of it as well. It's nice, though. Like, the graphics are really good, and the controls are pretty good, I guess. I didn't have any yeah problems with that. But And the story, I like the story. The, the main character is really cool. That's what drew me in. And I, I need to pick it back up again and give it another try, because when I tried it, it was, like, right when it came out, but the Switch also came out right before it, and Breath of the Wild was life for me, and I'm sure I've already said this. But, yeah, the control layout from a PS4 to a Switch was just completely different. The buttons just felt so weird to me at the time, and I feel like now I could play it again, but wanted wanted to let you borrow it to try it out. Yeah, I definitely want to get back into it. Also, I beat God of War. A Congrats! Week yeah. And? And, uh, I mean, it's fantastic. I still have plenty more to do. Go back and beat the Valkyries and, I don't know, explore so much more. But, yeah, it was fun. I mean. Really good game. Yeah. It won Game of the Year. Won so many awards. Um, yeah. Highly recommend that to anyone. I mean, please go get that if you have a PS4 and you haven't played any God of War or you haven't played that God of War title. Beautiful game. Great story. I mean, I felt like Kratos with his son like definitely brought a different dynamic to that game compared to any other game. You know, you're playing with a little kid that you're able to control his arrows with and other things. Um, and it just helped. You know, he, like, as a boy, like an 11, 12-year-old boy, like, he helped a godlike man, you know? Yeah, and, well, he's a god too, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, and or the story's like half just... God. Yeah, the story's just as much about him, you know, yeah. as it is Kratos, which is cool. So, and they leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger at the end. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, there's definitely going to be a sequel. Yeah. You know, is it going to be God of War too? Who knows? Because there was already a God of War, but then they made this one yeah. called a God of War as well. I think it's just you know they realize it's been 15 years, 20 years since the last God of War. So really. Well, like, from the original God of War to this God of War. That, like, it didn't matter yeah. on changing the name or adding more to the name or whatever. Um, So, yeah. What else? Um, Call of Duty. Oh, yeah? Modern Warfare Remastered. 
Yeah, so Tony, uh, after we got back from Jersey, he's like, man, I really want to play some Call of Duty. I'm like, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole, Tony. Um, didn't want him to spend his money on it. I was like, Apex is free. I heard great things. You tried that, oh, yeah. right? Tried Apex. Not for me. Couldn't get into it. So and was, I, I only tried one match of it. And was that first person then? Yeah. Okay. Is that why you couldn't get into it? No. No, it's not. It's like Call, however Call of Duty is. Third for, person. Oh, uh, yeah. Or wait, no. Call of Duty's first person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, it's like I don't un- I couldn't understand the premise of it really like you go in and then you run around and you got to grab a bunch of shit to get stocked up and then you like go you have to make your way to the battle and then you just instantly get killed oh because all these kids are so good at it and i have no idea what's going on gotcha and there's not really like a training ground or campaign or anything there is like a little training thing but it's not the same yeah you know not anywhere close huh i have not played it i mean i've said this before like first person third person shooters just aren't for me i used to be into them but then we started talking call of duty and i listen to kind of funny games podcasts and they always give out deals and stuff near the end of the podcast and the one that they said was if you have playstation network for this month you can download uh call of duty modern warfare remastered so the original call of duty modern warfare but with PS4 graphics, and called my wife that day, and I said, babe, can you download this for me? She tried, and she was like, you have no space on your PS4, so I was like, delete this, delete that, delete that, and then try again, started the download, so I was able to play that night, which I think was like Wednesday or Thursday night, and oh my god, I feel like I'm hooked again, and I like it, and I hate it, you know, it's Call of Duty. It's the same maps over and over again. Yeah. You know. I'm definitely addicted, man. I've been playing, like, nonstop. That's all I can think about. Oh, boy. He didn't even want to do this podcast, ladies. Yeah, it's like, I'm just going to go home and play Call of Duty. Yeah. But, uh, no, it, it's really fun playing with you, talking to you, even though I'm using my PS4 VR uh, camera has a built-in microphone for some reason. So I've been using that to talk to you and other teammates i was playing with tyler for a little bit he didn't say that anything was wrong oh really well he's a nice guy he wouldn't say anything yeah what did you say i said it sounds like you're yelling into a bag of chips (laughs) (laughs) it's horrible yeah so maybe i'll have to fix my headphones get them working or figure out something you know i also think uh you know there's a new ps4 app and I almost think it's set up like the Nintendo Switch app that has oh, voice yeah. chat in it. Yeah, I heard something about that, some new app that you can yeah. link it to your uh, iPhone or whatever, your laptop. Yep. But I don't know a lot about it. And I believe you can remote play from it. I might be wrong. With yeah, I don't that. know how that's going to work, though. Well, I mean, you can play Fortnite and PUBG and all that on your cell phone right now. How? Like, what do you it's use touch. for control? It's touch. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Not for me. I mean, cell phones are for calling and texting and some Pokemon Go. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of social media. But I think the whole Call of Duty thing brings up a good topic. Um, One of our listeners gave us Nintendo Raccoon. Shout out to you, Nintendo Raccoon. uh, He wanted us to talk about video game addiction. Yeah. Um, Is it a thing? Is it something we got to be worried about? 
you know, like what I mean, where where do you stand, Tony, on it? Um, I definitely think you know any addiction's not good, right? Yeah. So I I believe in it. You know, it's true, obviously. And but however, you know, there's worse things you can be addicted to. So maybe it's the lesser of two evils to an extent. Yeah, I mean, I see it that way too. I see it. Like you were just saying, you're like, oh, I just want to go home and play Call of Duty. Like, that is very addictive sounding. Um, but I think as long as you get the stuff done that you need to get done in your life, like if it's work, if it's school, if it's cleaning your house, and you do that to reward yourself with a video game, that's fine. You know, if there's things that need to be done, get those done first before you sit down on the couch and zone out. Yeah, definitely. And... That's me. Like, I'll go to work every day, just like you. When we get home, we want to relax, you know, make dinner, and then get to relax for two hours before going to bed. And what better way to relax than either watching a movie or playing some video games? So I think it's all about, you know, what you're comfortable with. If you feel like you're addicted to video games, then... You need to back it down a notch. Yeah, you, you need to start doing something else, take a walk, you know, or you know, hang out with some puppies or cats or do something. Dishes, probably. Do a couple cartwheels. Yeah. Go outside. Outside. Go for a jog or inside if you have enough room. Yeah. I was actually outside today for probably four hours. I'm working on an outdoor sculpture again this year. I've done it for the past seven years. It's called Art in the Wild. And this one I named after my favorite video game, Earthbound. Which really works. So it's organic art, and we're intertwining natural materials like grapevine um, into already like living things like trees. There's a dead tree in our area that we're going to incorporate and stuff, but it's turning out pretty cool. My mom and I have been working on it, and I'm excited to for it for it to be over, but like to like work on it as well to see know? the finished product. Yeah, to fin see the finished product for sure yeah i'm definitely looking forward to it yeah it's been great all the past years thank you yeah i won first place uh two years ago and three years ago and it felt good so not only am i a gamer and podcaster but i also create art here and there so what have i been playing tony <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot to ask <laughs> it's all good. What I mean, I've maybe been playing Call of Duty with me. Yeah, and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, right now, if you have online services, PlayStation, definitely go download it. Hit us up. We would love to play with other people, get like a big team going. Oh, hell yeah. My yeah. gamer tag is blizzed1, B-L-I-Z-Z-E-D, number one. Nice. So add me. Uh, just DM me if you want mine. <laughs> I don't want to give it out on here. But uh, anyway, so after getting the Wii U kiosk, I decided to play some games on that. Um, played some Mario 3D World, which, you know, your typical Mario game. I like that game. Yeah, no, it, it's beautiful. Graphically, it's awesome. It's a Mario game. It, it's amazing. But I was like, I need to play something that I haven't played. And I was talking to Kelly because I asked her if she had any Wii U games for sale. She's like, I got Bayonetta 1 and 2. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I would love that variation because the first print of Bayonetta 2 came with Bayonetta 1, actually. And I was like, I have Bayonetta 2, never played it. Let me play it because I've heard it's one of the best games for the Wii U. 
And oh my god, it is. Like, it is an amazing game that still holds true today. It's super action-packed, beautiful graphics, uh, really cool story, weird story. So the protagonist is this, like, sexy older female lady. Um, and it being a Nintendo game, it really does some close-ups, like, in her, like, booty area and chest area. Like, yeah. it's wild. Um it's not what you expect from a Nintendo game, but you're like a demon, I guess. Um, you're you usually wear all black, and you're kicking butt against like these angels that like want to send you back to hell, but they're like crazy looking angels, like huge faces that like are on the shields of like these giant like robot monster like bodies, and you you just attack the hell out of them, literally the hell out of them. And you power up your attack, so the more, like, hits that you get and combos that you get, you get this power bar, and you can uh, eventually climax, is what it's called. So Like the finisher. The finishing move is climaxing. Yeah. So the outfit that you're wearing, this, like, skin-tight black outfit, comes off of you in, like, this wispy way, and uh, it becomes, like, this giant hand or foot or whatever and it just like punishes the enemy and it's really cool so there's all these different moves that you can do like one thing that i don't like about like action and beat-em-ups is like it seems like it's always the same move over and over again well with this game it's not it's completely different you also have a gun so you can shoot um you can just combo 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 left and right and there's also not just a climax move but like there's like a finish them move type thing where you can put them like what's a escalator that's flat. Um, I don't know. You know, like at <laughs> yeah, like, like at airport. the airport. Yeah, uh, I forget what they call them. Uh, so it's like something like that, but very fast. So you like have to like hit the X button like twelve times, like within like five seconds. And if you like get them all, they just like go through this thing like super fast into like a grinder and just explode into blood and pieces. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Um, besides that, I beat Near Automata. Which, How was that, uh, dude? Insane. It really cool story. The the last boss. I'm so grateful for, for this too. And I've always been like this. Like once you've gamed enough, I feel like you realize like hey, I got all this money. I don't know what to expect, you know, on the last boss or the bosses or whatever. So I'm going to buy a bunch of potions or health things just in case I need them. So I bought a crap ton. Didn't really have that much money left over. And I needed a lot of them to live. Like the boss just keeps growing into like a bigger thing that you have to keep fighting over and over again and dodging it was a great battle, um, insane, and you're left with, like, unanswered questions, and you're like, well, what's this, what's that, the credits roll, I'm like, this is, this was fun, but I still don't know, like, really what's going on, and then the developers write a note to you at the end of the credits that says, congratulations on beating it, um, we would like to tell you that you should play it again, because it's going to be through a different perspective and it will tell you more about the story. So now I'm playing it again. Oh, really? Yeah. And so you start off on the first playthrough as a female protagonist, 
but you have this partner that comes in like later that's like this young boy that helps you in all the battles and stuff so now i'm playing through his eyes so it's really cool to see like where he was before you met up with the female protagonist yeah that sounds pretty cool um also what carried over was my currency and all those health potions that I bought, which I'm so grateful for because I needed them. And in the beginning of the game, it starts off as a shmup, like a shoot 'em up. Um, and from playing the first time and like getting hurt a bunch to playing it the second time, I saw that like I got so much better. Like I already knew what I was doing and what to expect. So it was really cool like to see my evolution just progress you know into like a better gamer at this game so playing it second way through it's going by faster because i know where to go i know where not to dick off and uh i've noticed that things cost like double so that's different but i'm also at the level that i was i started at the level that i was where i ended the game so oh, everything okay. else is leveled up with you, too. Yeah, so it's a bit more difficult or oh, it's yeah. equally as challenging? No, it's a bit more difficult. There's more enemies now, um, and it even, like, says that. So each time I, like, defeat a boss, I'm seeing clip scenes that I didn't see on the first playthrough either that's telling more about the story. So I'm really excited to just, you know, play that through and see if I want to play it again because I've heard that there's, like, 20 different endings in it um which is insane for a game you know like i don't know how many times i'll play it i know a friend of mine uh said that he's seen almost like all 20 of them or more but he was like dude it's my favorite game i can't stop playing it so yeah very good game i want you to play it too tony but after i'm done having my fun with it all right yeah, I'll try it out. Yeah. I highly recommend it to anyone. Definitely. So you got any cool uh, topics or anything? Cool topics? Interesting points of conversation? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. If you had telekinesis, like if you were able to move objects right. with your brain. What object would I move first? No. How would you use it? Like, what do you think, like, your daily life would be, you know? Like, do you think you would be lazy with it? No. I'd probably be, like, a superhero and use it to uh, help people and stuff. See, I feel like I would just, like, open the fridge. Float a beer out or something? Yeah, get a beer to go all the way upstairs into my hand while I'm playing Call of Duty. I don't know. It would definitely help at work and stuff, you know? Yeah. You don't have to pick stuff up all the time. So with telekinesis, is it like moving metal objects or any object? It's any object, right? Yeah, I think it's any object. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's not a real thing, right? So like, you can kind of make the rules up for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of uh, X-Man, Xavier. Like, I think he could only move metal objects, but I could be wrong. Magneto? Maybe it was Magneto, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier could, like, talk to people in their brains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Magneto is the other old guy. The other old guy. Yeah. Yep. How about you? Hell yeah. How about me? What? I already told you. Uh, Topic-wise. <laughs> well, uh, what have video games taught you? 
to uh be patient you know to enjoy the journey and not necessarily the end because a lot of games I don't beat but I'll play them and I'll get very close to beating them or you know it's just it it's taught me to enjoy the ride and have as much fun with it that I want to you know Hell yeah how about you yeah i mean it's definitely taught me patience um you know not just to like give a, up a lot of things at life yeah exactly perseverance um i don't know i feel like it's challenged me in a lot of ways right problem solving and stuff so uh that's been a good part of it i don't know there's just it gives you different perspectives i guess also yeah i mean definitely uh it's taught me like where the world could be you know like with near automata like it's talking about how robots take over the world from aliens yeah like, that's fictional <laughs> like that's not i mean it is but it's sci-fi and sci-fi is like yeah it's just stuff different... could happen you know i guess like resident evil that shit could happen i mean they make movies about zombies all the time yeah, well, just because they keep making movies doesn't do you make remember, it more uh, likely. Do you remember, like, when that crazy drug came out? I forget what it was called. Flocka. Was it Flocka? There was a couple of them. There was, like, one that, like, had a rhino name that people were taking. It was, like, basalts of some kind. And it made, like, people, like, zombies. Like, they were, like, eating other people. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. What was that? I don't remember. But it also, was. like, ate your skin. Oh, don't do drugs, kids. Oh. Uh, gross. But, I mean... I think games essentially is just, they're all about just having fun, you know, enjoying your time. Yeah, well, it's not always fun, though, and you know that, right? And I mean, that, that's out. also the reason and, uh, why I stopped playing multiplayer games, online shooters, you yeah. know, like, it really did stress me out, so. Oh, hell yeah. When it comes back to video game addiction, Tony, and, like, treating the this podcast like a job, like, I would say... Limit your time on Call of Duty so that you can use your free time to play other games so we can talk about other things in the future than just Call of Duty. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I'm going to have to do that, too. Because yeah. I got the bug now as well. Man. Yeah, I know. How is it so much fun? It It is. I don't know. But there's also other great games that are fun. Like, we need to get back on Smash Brothers. You know, get good yeah, at that. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Or That's Farm fun. Simulator. You know, I thought I always wanted to play that. I would probably play that. Do you know it's an eSports game now? Yeah, I do know that. Yeah. I, see, I see, like, when I'm scrolling through Facebook, sometimes they'll have, like, videos. Like, yeah. stupid, whatever, someone stole my tractor or whatever. <laughs> you know. But yeah. it, I don't know. Like, what's the premise? It's, like, literally you run a farm. Yeah. Right? It's, like, Harvest Moon, but, like better graphics like what's harvest moon harvest moon was a nintendo game where you start off as this young boy that inherits his grandfather's farm that's all run down and you literally you know plow the earth buy seeds meet the townsfolk um fall in love with one of the four girls that live in the town so you could like fall in love with like the flower girl that works at the flower shop or the girl that's the bartender at the bar. Oh, um, wow. But, that, like, it takes a while. Like, you have to bring her her favorite gifts. Like, you'll have to go to the mountain and chop wood and, like, gather flowers. And you have, like, it's one of the first games that had a clock in it. 
um, like its own time. So every like minute for us would be like a half an hour in the game. Yeah. Um, so you have until like 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. in the afternoon to get your crops into the bucket to get paid that day from the person that picks it up to make money essentially. So eventually you get chickens, you get cows, you get a horse um, that you can train and love. And like the more love that it has for you, the faster it goes into the horse race every year, the annual horse race. Like it's a game that I believe never really ends. Like you can just keep playing it, but it's crazy. It's hours and hours and hours. So it started off with super Nintendo was the first one. Um, it's a very expensive game now to get it on cartridge. Uh, then N64, there's a couple for, for GameCube and Wii. Um, they have it for Game Boy Color as well. But yeah, really fun games. Just it's a time waster, you know, and each game starts off the exact same where you got to clear all the rocks, smash all the rocks with your hammer, and then clear all the weeds, chop the trees, and then start plowing. Sounds miserable. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm guessing Farm Simulator is similar, but on a larger scale. Like, I know, like, the cover art is, like, a big tractor, you know? Yeah, a combine or whatever. Yeah. Did you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon? No, but, like, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, that was a good game. Like, you build roller coasters. Yeah, you build a whole theme park, essentially, and you manage it, you know? Was that one of those old school games that you played, like, on PC? Yeah, it was on PC. I don't yeah. know if it's old school. Maybe. Probably it's oh, 15 I mean, years old like now. Windows 95. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then you could, like, make your roller coaster, but not finish it. Yeah. So people would just fly off. <laughs> or you could, like, pick people up and drown them in the water. Oh, and, boy. Uh, if they, like, ate food and went on the roller coaster, they would puke. So you had to, like, hire people to clean up the puke, right? So it's all, like... Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess I didn't take it seriously when I was a kid, obviously. Yeah. No, I remember um, it was like Sim City. I would play a lot, and you'd get so far into it, and then like a hurricane comes out of nowhere and just wipes out your whole city that you're like, oh, damn. Like, yeah, I never got into making money. Sims. Like, uh, well, that I mean, I think it's made by the same people as Roller Coaster Tycoon. I would imagine so, yeah. yeah. And then The Sims came out, and that was just a shit show. I remember my sister and I would play that, and you'd eventually get bored, and you're like, oh, let's start a fire in the oven, and let's take all the doors out of the house so they can't escape. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just, like, weird stuff like that. Uh, that's nuts, man. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, that's crazy. So mm-hmm. so uh, if, you, if you were in any political position what would it be like if you could pick uh your choice you know you have to be a politician obviously but it could go from like mayor or president or governor dictator what's the difference between a mayor and a governor uh governor's a state mayor's a city i'd be a mayor yeah yeah definitely i would rather uh have say or word with a smaller amount of people than a larger amount of people yeah, you know? well, I mean, even a governor is less than a president, right? Or yeah, but maybe a senator I mean, even. President is out of the picture for me, for sure. I would never want to have that much power over people. Even if it was, like, another country? Yeah, definitely. Because if I was a foreigner as their president, 
they would slaughter me. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, they would have my head on a on a stick, dude. No way. Yeah. No way. Um, how about you? I don't know. I'd probably be like a governor. I think maybe. See, I think a mayor would be fun because I would be like, "All right, everyone, we're having a potluck at the, the mayor's yeah, house." Yeah, mayors like, don't do like anything, dude. They just do. Yeah, they're just like a figure face. It's like, hey, yeah. I guess. I mean, I shouldn't say they don't do anything, but no. But it's like, hey, it's annual clean the streets day. You know, everyone that participates. Yeah, it's like a free like coupon to Carnes or Giant, like exactly. whatever. Yeah. Or they open up a community pool that's been closed for, you know, ten years yeah. or something. Or you do like, uh, like town parades and stuff. Like a marriage yeah. job would be sick, dude. Like I wouldn't mind. Yeah, that. I don't know how much they get paid though. I feel like, you know, you might need. It's probably volunteer work on <laughs> most of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they get paid. I'm enjoying this beer the more and more I drink it. But it's also like a sipper too. Hell yeah, it's pretty sweet. I think it is sweet. Um, it reminds me, sort of like a lager, like a sweet lager. You know, like it has the body of a lager. Yeah, I guess it's pretty thick. Yeah. Anything else, Tony? I don't know. I think that's about it. You just want to play Call of Duty. I do want to play some Call of Duty. Yeah, so hit us up um, if you guys do want to play Call of Duty. Hit us up if you have any topics um, or suggestions or games that you want us to review or play because we're going to need them to get Tony off the Call of Duty. That's right, guys. (laughs) But uh, please give us feedback. Give us a follow if you aren't already at Precisely Podcast on Instagram. My IG, my personal, is at Bo's. B-E-A-U-S underscore game room. And Tony is at Precisely Tony. Thank you, guys. We out. Precisely. Wait, 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 wait. I almost forgot. We got to shout out some of our favorite podcasts. So Hell yeah. If you like video games, you like our podcast, you're fiending for more podcasts, we got a list for you. So get a pen and paper and write these names down and check these guys out man they're great they offer different styles you know everyone's unique there's some of them are more you know more formal than ours they'll give you more information about the latest games they keep up on a lot of news and some guys are just i mean hilarious yeah so definitely check them out so rated g for gamers two guys from new york awesome listen to them zap night gaming fantastic podcast pixie podcast Great guys from the UK. Listen to him. Ghost of Gamer Past. He's a Canadian. And, uh, <laughs> dude, the GOGP show. That's where it's at. Yeah. So look up GOGP show. Region Free Gamers. Lick Gaming Arena. They're great, man. They're always uh, working with us and they're really trying to get a lot of stuff started. So we appreciate those guys. In Your Element Podcast. The Critical. Call Mess Podcast. <laughs> the Critical Mess Podcast. Oh, man, I messed that up. Yeah, they get a cool logo. It looks kind of like cotton candy. So check them out. New Dad Gaming. Pixel Paradise Podcast. The three Ps. And lastly, Shart Select. Yes, that is Shart. Like farting and shitting at the same time. Yeah, and they're... Uh, Hilarious UKers. Hell yeah, they're out there. So yeah. check them out. 
This is officially the end of Precisely Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace.